The Attempt is brought to you by Gossamer Gear, manufacturers of functional ultralight backpacking gear designed by hikers. I've been a user and big fan of Gossamer Gear packs dating all the way back to 2012 when I was first introduced to their Mariposa, the 60 liter lightweight internal frame backpack. I've since downsized to the Gorilla, Gossamer Gear's 40 liter pack, which I used for the duration of my Pacific Crest trail through hike in 2017. I choose Gossamer Gear packs because not only are they lightweight, but they can also comfortably carry a heavier load for when I'm leaving town with too much food, snow gear, and or enough water to cover a 25 mile dry stretch. I'm also a user of several accessories sold on Gossamer Gear's website, including their hipster fanny pack, their shoulder strap pocket for my iPhone, and the Lightflex hiking umbrella to protect my fragile ginger skin against the sun and also rain. Gossamer Gear is also the maker of The One, their popular one-person trekking pole tent. It has been said to be the one you need. Listeners of the attempts can score a 15% discount at gossamergear.com by using code THEATTEMPT15 at checkout. Again, that's 15% off your cart by using code THEATTEMPT and the number 15, all one word, at checkout at gossamergear.com. This deal is only good for a limited time, so don't wait. Hey guys. So before we get started today, I feel like I need to say something about what's been going on the last few weeks. First of all, I hope you're all safe and healthy and taking care of yourselves. I know this has been a really hard time, and I just want you to know I'm sending you all love and strength to get through it. I also want to say I know a lot of you listening are through hikers. Maybe you hiked last year or a year before, and maybe you are planning on hiking this year. This last week, the Pacific Crest Trail Association put out an announcement about the coronavirus. They asked hikers to postpone their plans to thru-hike this year. So I know a lot of you are listening to this with a bit of a broken heart. I'm so sorry. I know a lot of you are really looking forward to this, and it sucks to not be able to go. I know Benjamin's sad he won't be able to do his section hike either. But I am so thankful to each and every one of you for making the decision to stay home right now and keep everyone safe. Not hiking through these trail towns right now is an act of kindness. And as hard and sad as it is to cancel something you've been training for and looking forward to, I'm sure it is the right decision. So thank you. Anyway, without further ado, let's get back to the story. Hey, what's up? It's Ben Drachman. I am doing, I guess, my first audio update. It's four weeks today until I start the PCT southbound. So right now I'm through my pack on and I've been testing out how it feels around my neighborhood. Having fun? Uh. Previously on the attempt. Go, Let's go, do it. go, go. Words fast, baby. Any last words for the recording? Uh, it's rock and roll. <laughs> it's Ben. Uh, it's the first night of uh, Camp at Windy Pass. It's uh, day three. <sighs> it is. Day five. Day 16, I believe. Day 17. Day 18. Day 20. Yeah. It's a good day. You don't smell bad, but you don't smell like horrible. It's not we like shower. We showered. <laughs> now walking away from Rainier and towards Adam south proudly. Uh, say Tuesday, 100 yards away from Bridge of the Gods. 
Whoa. Hello from Oregon. What are those animals? Elk? That was really fucking cool. I'm here with my friends and we are trail angeling today. Good evening. Tuesday, August. It is Wednesday, the 21st of August. Uh, August 25th. Today is, I don't know. Screw it. I'm not even gonna try anymore. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Doing well, thanks. Oops. Okay, so she definitely thinks I'm talking to myself. Uh, shit, what day is it? It's Friday, September 6th. Towards Ashland, California, baby. Um, Woo! I'm really excited to see my friend Peter tomorrow. Well, this is day one for me, Peter Scott. And he's just been such a freaking trooper. They have a train station, so I thought that would be a good point to um, get off the trail. Day and a half out of Dunsmuir. I drove to South Lake Tahoe. Okay. Got it. I am... Um, Wrapping up Saturday morning, September 16th. It is September 19th. But this is the best campsite I've had. It's just so damn pretty. It's, uh, we're about 11,000 feet. Okay, this is one of the best moments of the trail so far. Three months since I started. So I am I just staying here in Tehachapi, California. on a dirt road. I'm in a hot tub in Venice. <laughs> At my Uncle Eric's house. Could you change your pace so you hike a 12 mile day? Yeah. You think you would do it? Yeah, I think so. So good to see you. It was so good to see you. And hopefully I'll see you at the end. Like, we'll keep in touch. Thing like that. That'd be yeah. really fun. All right. You're listening to Podcast My Sister Makes. <laughs> it's called The Attempt. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to make a quick recording after leaving Los Angeles. It's the, uh, almost four o'clock. This day's kind of flown past. And it was so great to be in LA. It was cool to go to pottery class. Everything just felt so, like, I was not on the trail. And it kind of made me feel like I'm probably a little ready to be done. After his day in LA, Benjamin was back on the trail with only 342 miles left. And despite all his talk with Eric about slowing down, he was really eager to catch back up with some of the people he'd been hiking with. And I really like all those people, and I was concerned that I wouldn't see them again. But I saw them all today already. Um, Matt, within the first five minutes, he was taking a nap right by the trailhead. <laughs> um, and then I caught up with the quintet at lunchtime. Anyway... Yeah, it's weird to be walking like around a, like a recreation lake. It's very different than Washington or Oregon, in which there are wilderness areas. It's going to be like a 30-mile day altogether, which is uh, just a lot for starting on the later side like I did today. But that's okay. Um, all right, that's all for now. I am now, I guess, just a little bit under two miles away from the highway that leads me into Big Bear. Um, I'm going to go to the post office there, pick up the ballot that my mom sent me, which is really cool for her. Um, so Big Bear is at mile 2386, 
Which means that number of six is maybe two hundred and sixty-seven. That's miles exactly right. how far Snoqualmie is from the start. Now, there's a lot of symmetry. Like Wrightwood is like White Pass, and, uh, something like that. Wrightwood is the same distance from like uh, Mexico's White Pass is from Canada. And then Julian is so what it means same is to Seekin and Idlewild. Same the feeling that I got when I arrived in Snoqualmie and met my parents on it and Romeo and Rebecca. That is the like, that distance that I traveled then. That's all I've left. Of course, it feels funny because I felt like I had done a great amount at that point. It's kind of all out of order and jumbled, but at the moment it makes sense to me. So unless you're looking at a map right now or you've done the PCT yourself, this might not make any sense to you at all. But the takeaway for me is that he's getting close. And the amount of miles he has left feels really doable. I think he's starting the process of coming to terms with the end. I am. Ready to be done with the PCT. It's like a combination of just the little inconveniences, like I'm sick of filtering water, I'm sick of digging a hole to poop, I'm sick of sleeping poorly, like I wake up like five or six times a night. Um, I'm sick of the diet. So much sugar, which I think I need, but it's just gross at this point. Like, too many Snickers bars. Um, I'm not that sick of walking. It's just kind of the other things. <sighs> For Benjamin, this is like the 22nd mile of the marathon. He's close enough to feel like he should already be done but not so close that he can just sprint to the finish line. It's a tough part of the trail, I think. And this day in particular, he was not taking it easy. It ended up being a 31-mile day, including a resupply in Big Bear. That is a long day. Later that night, just before 9, he sat down in the mud in the dark to have a late dinner. So, in, uh, what time is that? Big Bear, went to the Mexican restaurant, got a burrito before I left, and uh, it's cold now, but I'm still really excited, so I thought I'd record that with unwrapping. Oh, it's so, it's been so heavy in my bag, I can't wait to get that weight away. Oh, God, it's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been better hot, but not complaining. I think I'll go either about maybe like a half mile further to camp. Mm. Wish I could have a burrito every night for dinner. So at this point, there was a reason why Benjamin was pushing so hard, hiking until after 9 p.m. A few days earlier, he had made a commitment to get to the next town, Cavazon, by that Sunday morning, which was the day after next. His friend Peter Scott, the one who joined him for a week in Northern California, was planning to meet up with him there to take him out for breakfast. For that to work, Benjamin had to do 31 miles that day, then 36, then 10 on Sunday morning. 
And that is not an easy schedule, even in the best of circumstances. Okay. I just need to make a recording. I had probably the most frustrating hiking day I've had so far on this trip. So I just finished the 36, and I kind of thought I'd be finishing it at 8.30 p.m. or so. Instead, I finished it at 11, which was so frustrating. It was a combination of things that slowed me down. It was a really tough section in which you're in a kind of pretty narrow canyon. And the trail is not clear at all, and it's sand, so it's not, you can't really follow footsteps very carefully, very easily. Um, the first six miles I did in the daylight, the second six I did in the dark. And my goodness, was it hard. Just always off the trail, kind of twisting your ankle, crossing the river again and again and again, trying to kind of guess where the trail is going. Um, and then I also think that starting to listen to me, ugh, I'm so tired I can't speak. I think that since I've started to listen to music and podcasts, my pace has gone down. The result of those factors is that I'm getting to camp the latest I've ever gotten. I'm so tired. I thought of a lot of things today that I wanted to say into the podcast or my journal or whatever this is, but I just can't do it right now. I'm too tired. But it's sleep time now. Or more accurately, reach five minutes to the Hobbit, then sleep. Trail taketh. It's like 2.40 in the morning, and five minutes ago, I've rolled over in my sleep, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden woke up, and I opened my eyes and saw my super lightweight pillow in the air. It was flying away in the wind, and I watched it land about 30 yards away in the river quickly ran over there if it was already gone. So, I guess I don't have a pillow anymore. After a 36-mile day of losing the trail in a canyon and finishing at 11 p.m., Benjamin lost his pillow in the middle of the night. There must be something that happens at the very end of something big like this, Everything just feels a little more intense, a little crazier. It's like the emotions are just so heightened and then this random crazy shit starts to happen. Maybe you have your most frustrating day of hiking. Maybe the wind steals your pillow. But the next morning, on his way to meet Peter, Benjamin sounded downright chipper. Oh my god. Woke up this morning. 
followed the riverbank across the river and decided to keep an eye out for the pillow. There's a log crossing where it's a bunch of like kind of little logs that are piled together. They're not piled together, that stretch from bank to bank. And I just peek under it with my headlamp and I see my pillow trapped under it, soaking wet, still inflated and not popped. Um, so I totally landed in the river, exactly like I kind of thought in my stupor. Um, floated downstream a couple hundred yards and then got trapped where it couldn't go any further. So, got my pillow back, baby! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm ready for this to be over, but fuck, that wasn't funny. And I'm excited to go see Peter today. And it's pretty out. I think a lot of things changed for Benjamin on this day. Not only did he get his pillow back, but I think this is where things started to turn around for him. He started having more fun. And I think a part of that was meeting up with Peter and his sister Sarah and her fiancé Jordan. Once he got to Cavasson, they all picked him up and took him to Palm Springs for brunch and ice cream and a quick resupply, and then dropped him back off on the trail. And after that... Benjamin was no longer in any kind of rush. That night, for the first time in a long time, he actually set up his tent. All right, I'm gonna make a quick recording as I'm getting ready for bed. The past few weeks, I've been, I felt like I was in such a sprint to get to Eric's when I, to get to LA when I did, and then to get to uh, meet up with Peter today that Part of the reason I haven't set up my tent was just out of speed. And, um, so I set it up today and I remembered how comfy it is. I really like it. Um, I stopped hiking at 6.10 today. That is so early. I had, I set up everything while it's still light. I mean, it's 8 o'clock now, yesterday at this time. I was, it's 7.54. Yesterday at this time, I hadn't even started dinner. I was still in that horrible valley with the river crossings, the canyon. And I had about seven miles left to go. And now I'm tucked away warm and about to read The Hobbit a little bit. Um, I feel like getting through yesterday, which was a tough, hard day kind of convinced me, okay, take it easy, have fun, go on a camping trip. And that's what I'm going to do. I have, I think, exactly 200 miles left, or maybe 201, and I'm going to have fun with them. I love that after 2,000 miles of walking with a heavy pack, Benjamin finally feels like he's earned the right to stop hiking before dark and read a book at his campsite. It's 545. I only hiked six and a half miles today. I'm at a campsite that looks good. I'm just not gonna hustle. I mean, I, this is such a pretty view. There's like four, kind of, five 
uh, craggy peaks with, they actually have dead trees on them, which is normally really ugly, but kind of pretty right now with the sunset behind it. Yeah. It's going to be windy tonight, so I'm going to find a nice protected spot. I'm going to set up my tent, read for a bit, and then make dinner. There won't be a hurry. I'll push myself tomorrow. Really earn it. But I am just going to be very content today to chill. It's like he flipped a switch in his mind, and now he's finally allowed to coast for a bit. Or at least that's the plan. The problem is, the hiking part is still pretty damn hard. Okay, so today was frustrating. But it was fine starting out, waking up and stuff. It's a big yawn. But I got so frustrated with the, the wind on the walk, the Santa Ana winds, which are really picking up. The low point, kind of embarrassing, but the low point came when wind knocked my hat off and I was so angry, I kind of just tried to stick my pole down to make sure it didn't blow away further. But I threw my pole kind of in anger also. And I wound up hitting myself in the head with the pole somehow. Um which felt ridiculous. I skipped lunch also, which may have had something to do with that, um, because I thought I could make it to this place I'd heard about, which was a mile off the trail of the highway, called Paradise Valley Cafe. I thought I could make it there by lunch, which, spoiler alert, I didn't. But I kind of got myself together at a certain point and made it to Paradise Valley Cafe, Got a really good burger, um, a brownie sundae. I just kind of needed it today. I have 150 more miles. And I'm excited for them, I think. <sighs> okay, it is Halloween. First, I'm realizing it. Um, quick update on ailments. I don't have any injuries, but I just feel so shitty. Um, my nose is constantly running. I need to pee like 15 times a day, but it's always just like a weak stream, <laughs> which is never, it's not like a normal thing for me. So it's just maybe more than 15, maybe 20 times. And it takes me forever to start peeing, which is also not normal. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, I'm drooling all the time. I don't know why that is. My back hurts. My neck hurts. <sighs> but it's just like, I think my body is shutting down. This recording in particular, I'm glad my mom didn't hear before Benjamin finished. Because he sounds like he's had it. But he keeps carrying on, putting one blistered foot in front of the other. It is the 1st of November. Time kind of moving pretty quickly, I guess. Today, we're going to camp at mile, I think, 100.5, um, which is pretty freaking exciting. And I say we, meaning um, my buddies, a group of five, um, Rook Trooper, uh, G-Punk, Soup, and Bounce. And they're really lovely people. They're, they've been very inclusive. 
definitely makes a difference uh, that they've been so welcoming to me. All right, today is November 3rd. It's around 5.13 right now, but it's daylight savings. So the sun is setting and this kind of weird mountainous desert area is just all kind of hazy and nice. It is um, November 4th, third to last day. Ooh, almost fell. This fucking rocky trail. The other news is that Spark, that Matt, he's off the trail now. And then he texted me and said, hey man, this is the end of the line for me. Travel light, travel far, and have a happy Halloween or something. Uh, classic like that for him. <laughs> um, oh man, I am struggling right now. My body's just like shutting down. My nose is like cracked and my lips are chapped and I'm drooling again and I have a new blister on my heel and my shins hurt. Getting sunburnt. So I sat down to take a quick nap and I don't really remember like starting hiking again. And after about 30 minutes or so, after I woke up from my nap, I looked up and I realized, oh no, I've crossed this road before. And I was walking the wrong direction. And I had been for um, over a mile and a half. I kind of did the math and realized I'd get to camp before dark. I pulled over to the side, pulled out one of the magazines that Maddie sent me in a resupply package, and just read for 30 minutes, like on the trail um, in the sun. I lay down in kind of like an itchy bush, which was a mistake, uh, but that notwithstanding. I don't know where my group is. They're trying to finish tomorrow. I'm comfortably happy with my decision to finish. Yeah, tomorrow. I'm so glad I did this. Uh, I just was smiling to myself and then I started laughing. I was like, I gotta record this feeling. <laughs> because I basically, I mean, at this point, I feel like I've done this. Um, anyways, right now I am walking south. The sun is rising to the east and I'm looking into Mexico. So that's exciting. So that brings us to November 5th. Benjamin's last full day on the trail. And like he's done so many times on the trip so far, today he's sitting on the ground filtering water. One sec, I'm going to put the phone in my pocket. Uh, it is from here like 20-something miles to the border. But there's actually no water. So I'm trying to take a bunch of water with me. Um, and it's funny, my filter broke, or not my filter, the bag I used to collect water and then filter it, got a hole in it, um, not a bad hole, but substantial hole, like, yesterday, which is it's just funny how things, like, hold out until the very last minute, like, um, it seems like a lot of things are kind of breaking like that, um, yep, it's about, I've been here, like, 40 minutes, it's kind of ridiculous, but almost done filtering. I'm excited to never do this again. Oh, not do this again for 
a little while. It's, uh, what time is it? It is 2.50 p.m. on my last full day. I have about six miles left today. I'm thinking right now about something that my friend Erin said last night on her life. It was everyone was leaving today. Um, so they were kind of reflecting. Um, and Erin said something really smart. And I'm going to paraphrase her, maybe kind of add my own take as well. I think what she said and what I believe is that there's three challenges in the PCT. The first is uh, physical, right? And that's that's a fun challenge. That's uh, It's fun to push your body physically and learn that you can do 20, 25, 30, 35 mile days. Um, the next challenge could also be a fun challenge, which is uh, the mental. Accepting that some moments will be really uncomfortable. When it's cold, when it's windy, when it's too hot, when you have blisters, uh, when the trail sucks, when your hiking partner's annoying you, when it seems like the trail will never end. That's another challenge, kind of the, phys- uh, the mental. And then the third is the fun challenge, which is despite the first two, while you're taking on those and tackling those uh, two primary challenges, still having fun. And I really like that way of looking at it. And it is a challenge to have fun. Because I think that unlike other things I've done, you have to work to find the fun. I can't think of a better way to describe the challenge of the PCT. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, so I guess kind of on like the challenge of having fun, like I am... I'm going to have fun today, and I'm going to do something. I'm going to stop early, and I'm going to do what I'd want to do on a backpacking trip, which is sit at camp, read, cook dinner leisurely. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking about right now. I got a couple of lasts coming up. You know, last dinner, last night, last poop in a hole. So, stay tuned. The next morning, as Benjamin woke up and started his day, our Uncle Eric woke up in a nearby hotel and started to make his way to the southern terminus to pick Benjamin up. And speaking of lasts, this next recording, it's the last one Benjamin made on the trail. All right, last morning. It is November 6th, my 113th day on the trail. I'm having my last breakfast right now. It's, um... Uh, oatmeal uh, the little general store in Julian didn't have apple and cinnamon which is my favorite so I got peaches and cream which is not good final cold soaked oatmeal I'm actually really ahead of schedule for like the first time ever so I'm reading and sitting in bed it's kind of cold It's just before 6, and I'm actually mostly ready to go, so. 
Doing pretty good. A couple hours later, our whole family was braced for the end of Benjamin's journey. Back in Seattle, I was at my parents' house, waiting with my mom to hear from him. And thousands of miles south of us, Eric was parked by the trail, waiting for Benjamin. They agreed to meet up a half mile before the monument so they could walk the last little bit together. Look who I found! (laughs) It's going great! Oh my god. Look at the timing. Yeah. Let me just. Eric locked his car and the two of them started off together for the last few hundred yards before the monument. Oh yeah. It was, it, was, it was weird camping like five miles away last night. Yeah, I bet. I was... But it felt kind of good. It was, it, was, Did it? it was the slowing down thing. Right? Yeah, I slowed down a lot yesterday. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, listen, we also don't have to talk and answer no, questions no, or whatever really you want to do. I just, uh... I'm... I kind of... I'm not feeling overly, like, stressed out about the climax and you know reaching the end yeah i'm excited there reaching the end when benjamin started this thing i found it hard to imagine how he would finish i couldn't imagine walking that far in the first week he was riddled with blisters it felt like every day he was finishing more and more beaten down by the trail but then he got new shoes he figured out a new routine When things got hard, he'd find a reason to smile or laugh or find something beautiful to look at or someone to talk to. Each day, he had small goals. Make it to this water source by noon. Get into town before dark. Go 30 miles. Get over that mountain. Make it in time to see the sunrise. And I think that's the only way to do something as big as this. Break it down into smaller and smaller steps one foot in front of the other. And if you can do that, day after day, then eventually... Oh, I think that's it. You make it. Woo! Fantastic. Hand on the monument. Oh, my gosh! I just got a picture. He just texted a picture. It doesn't have him in it. It's just his backpack and the monument at the bo- ba- at the border. Oh, my God. So... Benjamin may be done hiking the PCT for now, but as any good adventurer knows, the last step is coming home again. So next week, on the final episode of The Attempt, Benjamin comes home to Seattle, and together, we look back on his attempt to through-hike the Pacific Crest Trail. You've been listening to The Attempt, produced by me, Julia Drachman, with editing help from Doug Byers. 
And once again, big thanks to Uncle Eric for recording at the finish line. The Attempt is a production of Bad Cat Media, created in partnership with The Trek, a media company dedicated to thru-hiking and long-distance backpacking enthusiasts. Find all the episodes of The Attempt at thetrek.co slash theattempt. You can find more information about Bad Cat Media on our website, www.badcat.media. Or you can follow us at badcat underscore media on Instagram and Twitter. The music you heard in this episode is from Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you so much for listening. The final episode will be out in a week. And guys, it's going to be fun. My mom is calling. Oh, yeah. Mom is calling. Hello, Mom. Benjamin! <laughs> How's it going? Oh, my goodness. All done. How, how do you feel? Uh, it hasn't really sunk in yet. <laughs> hey, baby, I am so proud of you. Oh, thanks, Mom. I'm really happy, really happy for the fact that you are able to do this. Thank you. you guys made it possible. Like seriously. Well, I do have a, a, a thumbtack that says where you are. I'm gonna move it. All right, we are now. We are now here. I just moved your thumbtack. The eagle has landed. All right. Well, this brownie is so good. Oh my god, that hand is almost as brown as that brownie. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. All right. Thirty-minute shower for you, Ben. A couple. All right, we're going to go get breakfast.